Coming in hot here to the third period as the Leafs hold a 4-2 lead over the Florida Panthers, who know they have work to do coming off a loss against Philadelphia and trying to pick one up here against a very talented Toronto Maple Leafs team. As Mitch Martin tried to push it down the wall and was not exactly happy with the outcome. Florida actually had a seven-game point streak stopped in Philadelphia. 6-0-1 going into the game against the Flyers. Well, when you're chasing, when you're chasing, it's uh, it seems a little bit more clear-cut on what you need to accomplish. Once you get in that spot, it's a little harder to hang on to it. That one dumped down into the Florida zone. Just said, Ralphie, it's all about uh, playing a boring brand of hockey here in the third, just keeping it out of the leaf end here with a two-goal lead. And it is lifted to the line and out. Mission accomplished, at least in the first minute and a half. Right back in. I think sometimes this, uh, this kind of hockey drive spans just a little bit to the edge. You want to see what got you there, keep you there, and keep pressing and keep pressing, but that's what, what the numbers say. As it is into the corner, centered out, and back to the line it comes. Yeah, it's all good and well until your 4-2 lead becomes an 8-7 loss, and then you start <laughs> criticizing everybody for not playing smarter. <laughs> well, Paul Maurice, who coaches this, Panthers team, of course, was a Marley's coach at uh, one point, as was Sheldon Keith. Maurice, not for long. And in relative terms, Sheldon Keith really not uh, for long. 199 wins in the American Hockey League. Fastest to that by any AHL coach ever. Comes back up and into center and beyond. That'll be picked up on the icing call and brought back on the free ride. You don't want to start that trend either. Well, from the Florida Panthers' standpoint, though, they are going to be without a first-round pick. For a long time, they've traded a lot of first-rounders. Yeah, you and talk about got, somebody who's pushed their chips in. Yeah, Sam Reinhardt, they got him from Buffalo, a first-rounder. Ben Girard, trade last year that they got Girard from Montreal, gave up a first-rounder that's not protected, so Florida misses the playoffs. Montreal Canadians aren't going to be too disappointed. Also had Claude Giroux, gave up their first to the Philadelphia Flyers for Claude Giroux <laughs> last year as well. Well, if you, if you pile them up, and they certainly had, you, you've got the opportunity. That one slides through the middle and uh, right back out. Florida pressing now as they get it down low and around behind the goal. Out front, and Kachuk wanted to sneak one in. He, by the way, Kachuk was also, they gave up a first-rounder to get Matthew Kachuk from Calgary. Driving in, that one low, and into the corner. Aston Reese doing the heavy work. Here's Camp, back off the boards, high to the line. Marner to the goal, and that is stopped by Bobrovsky. And uh, when you take a look at what this Leaf team is hoping to accomplish in the next uh, couple of weeks, it is a mindset more than anything else. Not that they've deviated from it. You don't get 93 points by not having the right mindset. I believe they expect to get 
Ryan O'Reilly back with about six games left in the regular season, and that's going to help a lot. I think until then, and I think that's why you see Morgan Riley out of the lineup tonight. Right. TJ uh, Brody missed a game after being a little banged up. Giordano's been a healthy scratch. About trying to get everybody involved down this stretch. And you want to make sure that everybody that uh, you've got has the energy to go a long distance. And that's the... Certainly a lot more depth on defense than they do have up front of, at this point. That reaches all the way back down throughout the entire organization. And about to get some folks back, too, that will add a little comfort zone. Carl Dahlstrom activated and uh, on waivers. Gives you another piece of the puzzle, although a heavy depth piece. That one lifted into the bench. And John Tavares has got some words there. <laughs> John Tavares just kind of flipped the puck in. It went over the glass. And got shoved after. And you can see the reaction of Tavares was like, what are you doing that for him? A little bit of a late hit. It was Nick Cousins on Mitch Marner. That could have been called as Marner went crashing into Michael Bunting. In the necessary department, it was un. It's in the unfile. There's necessary and then there's the unfile. Yes. It was in the unfile. Seen a few in the unfiled tonight, and I don't know what the officials are talking about right now. Is this where the face-off should be? Sunburn and sand, probably. <laughs> As, now uh, it's too bad for, for a lot of Leaf fans. March break, of course, was last week, right? Because we had been down there before when March break coincided with the Leafs' trips to Florida, and the attendance is impressive. That shot out front, scrambling for it. Tavares. He just could not get that stick on it. Duclair races back the other way, playing it down along the boards. Picked up. Forsling toward the goal. Centers it out, looking for Duclair, but didn't connect. Not in the way they wanted. And the battle for it continues as Tavares knocks his man down. Forsling again, feeding it to the inside, but... It is right back up and out as Ekblad couldn't get a hold of it. That one pops up and into the neighbor's yard. Then we start talking about calls when you consider the Leafs had a five-on-three until latter parts of the second period, and they cashed in on it. Usually, to get another one has got to be somewhat criminal. It's got to <laughs> got to be something where you can walk somebody away for six months before they get charged with another one. Wanted. And, I, and I'm not, that's not a knock on the officials. No. That's kind of human nature. Obviously, they know the importance of this game, is, and the importance is more on the side of the Florida Panthers and the Leafs. Yeah, wanted posters, people on horses, <laughs> villagers with torches, that kind of thing. Round behind it comes, back up on the boards. Some good movement here and a long shot there that bounces toward the goal, but then off and into the corner harmlessly for the moment without a stick and from the bench a new one and how fortuitous as it pops along back the other way good chance Nolan Chari got a stick from the bench in exactly the right spot and timely as well he remains on the ice with it now he rotates back over As they work it back out of the corner. Kachuk moving it ahead. Lundell lifts it high and side of the goal. 
the far side. They'll try to retrieve it out of the near side corner. Back behind it comes and picked up out front in the hand and Kachuk sends it back up for Stahl who gets that one back, looks toward the goal and then moves it quickly at the blue line. It is kept in and sent down deep. Lundell thereafter as Matthews picks it up. He moves it back up to the line but not out and a hard shot in on goal and it's still loose out of the mix. It comes and it is lifted out into safety. Well, here comes a push for the Florida Panthers. The Leafs have had some nice clears. A little chip out of the boards. Get it out. Get it in. Hall taps that one along. There's still a little too much time to get a little too comfortable. <laughs> the two-goal lead. 13.25 to go. Cousins across the line. Wants it back. And it'll end up in the glove of Matt Murray who hangs on to that one. And that brings us to a break. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Leafs Radio Network. Well, the Maple Leafs in a third period here with the Florida Panthers and have themselves a decent lead, trying to protect a two-goal lead. They uh, say it's difficult. You've got to be able to hang your hat on something, and that's something yeah, the Leafs I've, are trying. I've always loved that, how they say a two-goal lead is the worst lead in hockey. Yeah, I prefer it. <laughs> Technically, once you blow the two-goal lead, does that mean you've got the best lead in hockey if it's only one? <laughs> now you, now you, yeah. you might as well just give it up right away then. I mean, I do understand the sentiment behind it is that it's, the other team is close enough but they can get back into it. Knocked down Kerfoot as uh, he goes Kerplunk. And uh, into the corner it goes. Now Berhage tries to step out of the way of Kerfoot, who was uh, looking for a little bit of retribution, but decided to head to the bench instead. Out of the corner. Panthers pressing here. 12 and a half left to play in the third period. Down 4-2. They lead in the shots on goal, 30-22. Oftentimes, these are the these are the points when uh, you know you have a team that's led most of the season, and then you look at their third period numbers, and that's when the numbers don't really tell you the actual truth of the matter. They were outshot in the third, or outscored, or whatever it happened to be, and really it was just them protecting a lead the whole time. Eight minutes gone here in the third period, but we get a we whistle an and well, Barkov is down. Sasha Barkov behind the play now, back up on his own feet and heading off. And I don't know if we got a penalty coming out of this or not, if it was a high stick. There's Reinhardt. And, oh, no, he just ran into his own man. That was Reinhardt and Barkov both going after the puck. P.J. Brody cleared it, and then well, this is a face-to-face collision and fortunately for the Florida Panthers Barkov who's missed a lot of times this year with injury is going to be able to stay in the game that looks like he's going to get some repairs over on the Florida bench 12-04 to go the Leafs hold it on to a 4-2 lead here in the third period I find if you just suck in air <laughs> that that fixes it depending on how bad the nose is broken you know yeah, yeah. You'll get by it. 
And tears, I think, also solve them. <laughs> Not like getting hit in the nose and you get that, you know, that moment where you're crying, but you don't even know why. You're just like, it's just, a, honestly, it's a natural reaction. It's Back across the line they come. The Leafs sending it down into the corner. Turning for it, Lafferty. He sees some attention right away as they... Moving back out into center. The Leafs protect this one as they send it back. Shen plays it right back in. William Nylander after it behind the goal. Got a penalty coming up. And, and it's it coming against Toronto. Back it comes. Little tap back. Stahl was coming in to give it a big old slapper. And that one uh, is whistled dead. Anyway, and now we've got a uh, little bit of a conversation there behind the goal that looks somewhat yeah. aggressive. Yeah, Luke Shen took his man down right at the blue line, and that has now spilled over after the whistle. I think it was Willie Nylander who's going to take the penalty. Or no, it's Michael Bunting. Second trip. Yep, so second penalty for Bunting in this game. And, oh boy, I mean, that's a tough one. He's tied up. In the corner to the right of Bobrovsky. And his stick is actually lifted, I think, by Radko Gudas. So it's actually not up. his stick. Now It's actually not Bunting's stick. I'd like to get one more look at it. The officials are talking now, and I'm sure Sheldon Keefe has been alerted by Jordan Bean, the Toronto Maple Leaf video coach, that this should not be a high stick. Now they can review it for majors. If there's cuts, but now the officials are discussing it. This is not the, the, when you look at it. It is not bunting stick. He has his to the left. There is no penalty on the previous play. The stick was Florida's own stick. Well, there you go, Michael Bunting released on his own recognizance. And I think for the first time this season, Michael Bunting is agreeing with the officials. You're right, and it's hard to tell because both players are tangled up and both sticks come up. The bunting but, stick clearly but, on yeah, the left. Bunty misses the guy. I mean, P.J. Luxmore, the referee, is right there. So he makes the right call in the sense that a stick came up and caught the Florida player. However, wrong stick. And Sheldon Keefe looks somewhat relieved. Well, there's a... There's a good case for every time you see the players or the referees and the officials all get together. Yeah, I mean, bottom line is you want the right call. I exactly. mean, I think Paul Maurice would take a gift right now, but for the integrity of the game. As it is sent down in, Yarncrook trying to get after it as it comes all the way back. Boy, T.J. Brody let it go. I don't know if he thought he could get an icing out of it. <laughs> That was just a little too close to him. It's picked up by Matthews, and he finds Yarncroke, who comes in. He wanted the shot, but it just found a way to get away from him. And then Yarncroke ended up taking down Aaron Ekblad. That could have been a trip. If you're looking for that kind of stuff. And Kachuk trying to get it back across the line, working against Brody, and it is flipped back into the Florida zone. Kerfoot goes after it there. Stahl working against him. And Achari along the near side. Duclair 
They work it up the boards, inch by inch, step by step. Slowly it turns back into the center ice area. Will Strinen. Mr. Reinen uh, after it, couldn't quite pick it up, and it is right back the other way as the Leafs happy enough to turn it back and get back to it inside the Florida zone with 9.35 left to go in the third period, and the Leafs up 4-2 in a good spot in the hockey game. This really has been a great road third period. They're only halfway through it right now. They haven't generated a lot but have not given up a lot. Kind of a switchover from that second period. Uh, had some pace to it. Had some excitement. A shot there as Murray reaches out the paw and hangs on to it. Grabs up that puck. Some good chances. Uh, they don't come often in the third period when you're up 4-2. But the officials get one right. Molson Canadian Leafs hockey on TSN 1050 in the Leafs radio network. Here in Florida, Sheldon Keefe continuing to keep his team invested up 4-2 and trying to drive this one into the win column. Up by uh, a couple here. and The Lightning down by a couple. Oh, leaves a chance to move five up with a couple of games in hand still. And the uh, game's becoming... uh, Sparse as they uh, you only get so many in a season, and it's taking its way down. Battle for it behind the goal. McCabe, <laughs> really good job behind the goal. As it comes back out front, shot kind of evaporates as uh, it is played back out into the mix, played to the wall, and for a brief moment there, it's, Certainly looked like they were going to just toss that back down the ice. Here's John Tavares. Happy enough to waste a little bit of time playing keep away. Back it comes. Justin Hall and Mark Giordano. Up through the middle. Marner plays it along. And down deep. Right back. As they try to chip it up along the glass, it is Marner who is investigating the opportunity to get the puck, but Forsling comes away with it. Back up at the blue line. Taken away by Matthews as he steals this one. Cuts to the goal on the backhand. Matthews with the chance and a good save by Bobrovsky. Boy, that almost squeaked past Bobrovsky. One-handed backhand on the power drive by Matthews. Boy, talk about a guy who jumps on an opportunity sometimes when it doesn't even look like it existed. So much of his offense come out of great defensive plays. There's the puck possession and then wheel it back. Florida plays it back into the Toronto zone. A little over seven minutes to go here in the third period. Getting out the shovels in the corner to dig it out. And it does come loose, and it is played to the far side. Lean back, shot into the corner, and it is lifted out into center ice. Looking for everyone to clear. Duclair sends it in, played by Matt Murray behind his own goal. Lilligren swiftly moving that puck. And Gustafson 
Drops back. Here's Nylander. A step, a shot, the rebound. Tavares was right there, but he couldn't get loose from the defense as they work it back down the wall. Back out Nylander. Leaning in, a blocked shot, and still finds its way as Nylander on his backhand looks out front, centering pass, and Bunting couldn't get any or all of that one as it is back out into center. Brody, all the way back. The energy that you expend trying to get back into a game in the third period when you're down by a couple of goals sometimes doesn't lend itself to a full period. Here's Matthews. Sending it down deep. That tip off Ekblad went up and over the goal. Well, that might have been more dangerous than had it been able to get through. Kachuk sends one to the goal and banging away at it. Well, it's Lusterinen, and uh, it is stopped by Murray maybe three times. One thing that's been odd about the Leafs in this game, I mean, they're 48% in the faceoff dot. They only won 40% of the faceoffs in the game against the New York Islanders two nights ago. So the Leafs have been a dominant team in the faceoff dot. are looking forward to getting Ryan O'Reilly back. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Leafs Radio Network. Well, in Sunrise, Florida, the Maple Leafs got up early and got after it. Up one nothing, and got tied up at one apiece, and it's another one, and they'll add to their lead. 5-2. Kerfoot is going to pick up this one. And this is going to end a 25-game goalless drought. And you can tell the, by the big smile by Alex Kerfoot with the high fives along the Leaf bench. Now, he did have the shootout winner in Ottawa on Saturday. Obviously, that doesn't count to the goal totals. But John Tavares, a great job beating his man to the outside and then on the backhand throws it towards the top of the crease. And that's where Alex Kerfoot one-times it and he puts it right through the pads of Bobrovsky who was trying to push to his right. And the Leafs are now up 5-2 here in Florida with 5.25 to go. Well, now you find yourself in a position uh, of a little bit more comfort as they get it back to the line. This one down into the corner. In a solid spot with a little over five minutes to play in the third period. They push it back outside the line. We've checked a lot of boxes tonight. Tavares, three assists. Willie Nylander scores. Austin Matthews has a pair. Michael Bunting has scored. So all the guys you kind of looked at is saying you got to get them going. And Kellen Keefe has been pretty vocal with the media about Willie Nylander and what he expects from him and what he needs to do. As Joe and I discussed in an earlier broadcast, the reason Sheldon Keefe does this with Willie Nylander is it's worked before. Right. So he's only got himself to blame because he was criticized by Keefe saying that we need more from Nylander. Nylander responded. And now what happens the next time you go into a slump? Well, there's sometimes... We got an, uh, is this offside here? No whistle on that one. I think so. Kerfoot's eight. 4.53 to go. And, you know, you and I were talking about this during the commercial break as the Ottawa Senators are now up 6-2 to two on the Tampa Bay Lightning. I believe Tampa pulled their goaltender with about six minutes left. Feels and safe. who have we got? Is this... The Leafs are actually going to be shorthanded here. 
as Gustafson has gone for high stacking, 15.07. I believe it's only a two-minute minor, yes. So some work for the penalty kill, and oh, yeah, Gustafson gets a cross-check right up into the face of Anthony Duclair. Half leans in. Off the face off, they get control, and they set up as Verhage. Montour moves it quickly, send it down low, and they've got six attackers out, and it is knocked down as uh, Kemp, empty net at the other end for the Florida Panthers as the extra attacker on here. Challenge here for Verhage. He turns around, wants to set it up and make it as good as he can. Leafs trying to hold it off as Marner picks it up. Mitch Marner across the blue line and scores. Marner with the empty net goal, short-handed. Boy, he almost got burned, though. Tried to set up David Kemp. Kemp's shot was partially blocked, and Marner got it back and swept it into the empty net. But the Florida Panthers, an unforced air, trying to play it to the right point. Marner picked it up, took off. I mean, it's an unselfish play trying to get it to camp. But for Marner, that is going to be his fourth shorthanded goal of the season, even though it's into an empty net. And the Leafs have built a 6-2 lead. So with the Tampa Bay Lightning trailing in Ottawa 6-2, the Leafs look to move five points up on Tampa. For home ice advantage in the opening round of the playoffs, and the Leafs will still have a couple of games at hand. And this is what you and I were talking about during the commercial break, where it does buy the Leafs some time to figure out line combinations, rest certain guys. Oh yeah, because if you if you start to look and say, hey, we've pretty much sewed up home ice. The only thing to play for really is, you know, the expert experimentation by Sheldon Keefe to try to get the right line combinations and everything else. Now, having said that, Tampa's in the exact same spot. Where if they feel that they can't catch the Leafs, they might do the same thing. Russ Vasilevsky. Yeah, it certainly gives you some latitude to experiment, too, and uh, you got to like that as an option. Toward the goal, Matt Murray hangs on. It looked like he wanted to play it along, but with 3.30 left to go and an empty net at the other end, the Leafs leading 6-2. He hangs on with 37 seconds left to go in the power play. Kampf gets an assist on that anyway. That's a generous play by Mitch Marner. <laughs> and that insult injury is now 7-2 for the Ottawa Senators. Johnson. Tell you one thing, this is the time of year you might want to Watch who you're wagering on, because a lot, not a lot of things make sense. Well, oftentimes in these last 10, 15 games, yep, you the think. tough read. This shot doesn't get off. 20 seconds left to go in the power play. Point of pride here to try and keep it out of the goal here for the Leafs penalty kill. And oh, yeah. Austin Matthews looks uh, hobbled just a little bit. Is that shot? And Boy, you hope it's not wrist. He's got his glove off, and he's doubled over, heading over to the Leaf bench. The good thing is he is not going to the dressing room. Uh, that may not be the wrist. 
Uh, a little, I think, little think that was a manjury. Mid mid body injury. Yeah, that may have been. Try a to man. try to watch again if we can pick up. Well, he's already hurt. Then I mean, we still haven't been able to pick it up in the replay. Well, he's, uh, eight seconds left to go in the power play. We'll continue on. And it'll be picked up by Kerfoot and back the other way. Is the I thought, net, net was not empty. I yeah, thought it was. The graphic said the net was empty. Now, Alex Kerfoot is on a roll here. Dobrowski was back in. John Tavares, three-point night, three assists. Giordano gets back to it. McCabe. Plays it back up the boards. Two and a half minutes left to play here for the Leafs as they put in this shift and uh, add a little extra spice to it tonight. And uh, we're able to... Oh, <laughs> Matt Murray there. That one got in and out of the glove. Kind of short-armed it and rolled just wide of the post. Slight gasp. As uh, McCabe sends it back the other way. It doesn't get very far, however. And Cousins moves it back up to the blue line and just beyond. As well, we've got 2.03 left to go. Austin Matthews looks all right now over the leaf bench. I don't know if we'll see him again. With a couple of minutes to go here in regulation. By the way, I think a positive it is, and let's hope that it stays this way, is Matt Murray's going to snap a personal streak of Six consecutive games of four goals against. And one of those games was against the Florida Panthers. He gave up four goals and eight shots in about 21 minutes. Ilya Samsonov actually came into that game and Leafs ended up winning it in overtime thanks to Willie Nylander. Now working back out of the corner. The Leafs happy enough to trap it in there too if uh, they'll agree to it. Comes off the boards and now turning around looking toward the goal cousins drives it down into the corner florida still pressuring here but uh, they'll leave it at five on five as it is picked up out of the corner and lafferty is able to get it right back out lifted ahead for him he'll skate to it but happy enough to get some distance between the puck and his own goaltender the Leafs try to drive this one home, and I think they'll be successful. I think it's fair to say if four goals inside of a minute would be something of a minor miracle. As John Tavares leaves this one back for William Nylander. The Leaf fans in attendance in Florida pretty happy about this outcome, and there are a considerable amount of them if you look through the stands. And I think they're the only ones that are left. Yeah, they might be. As they work back into the corner one more time. Round behind the goal. Leafs will play the Carolina Hurricanes next up. And at the line, they're unable to keep it in, the Panthers. And then they put the play offside. Anyway, Matt Murray coming into this game. Goals against average of 296. Save percentage of 905. But on the road, the number's a little better. 2.71. 917 save percentage on the road. As he looks to go 9-5-1 and one away from Scotiabank Arena. But there are so many people. And I, and I mean, you can understand it. Saying, look, Samson has been better at home. Murray's been better on the road. Where's the goaltending controversy? You know where they're playing. <laughs> if you know the location, then that's really half the battle in real estate, they say. <laughs> it's, 
And that's usually something they're pretty upfront about is yeah. where the games are being played, so it makes it easier for the coaching staff. Yeah. Well, that'll uh, figure itself out here as uh, 60 minutes are in the books, and the Leafs pick up a win. Matt Murray is 10th on the road and is 14th on the season so far. As the Leafs improve to 43 wins and 95 points on the season and pick up their 18th road win as well. Fine fashion, a lot of it getting done in the second period, but they got in the car and took it home in the third. Well, and I think the good thing is, even though the Leafs give up 36 shots in the night, they're outshot 36-27. But Matt Murray, a perfect 11 for 11 in the third period. And you never really felt like this game was in danger of sleeping, uh, slipping away from a leaf standpoint. They still looked forward, were able to get a couple of goals in period number three. Alex Kerfoot, as we were saying, is able to snap an extended goal-scoring drought, 25 games. David Kampf won 27 games earlier this year. But for the most part, I thought the Leafs were very composed in their own end of the third period. And the likes of Barkoff. Chuck and uh, Carter Verhage really were not a factor, and, and you really credit the Leafs' defensive play in the third for keeping them from mounting any kind of a comeback. Quiet bunch, the three stars. Matthews for the first star with two goals. Murray with uh, 24 saves, and Tavares with three assists. Uh, night for the captain here, too, as he picks up three apples. Yeah, and what about Matt Murray? There aren't many games where you can give up two goals and your most spectacular save was the second goal you gave up. <laughs> because it was just over the line when it was a mid-air grab, but the glove was over the goal line. Uh, but either way, I mean, that was as impressive as Elias Sorokin's save against Gustafson in the Islander game a couple of nights ago. But um, for the Leafs... One thing you've learned about this group, as soon as you get down on them, they bounce back and surprise you. Yeah. You say, okay, everything's everything's fine in the world again. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what lineup Sheldon Keefe chooses for the weekend. Uh, game Saturday, Sunday, so three games and four nights. Um, good chance they go back to 7-D and 11 forwards at some point in those two games, maybe both. Resiliency was on the menu here for the Leafs as they bounce back from a loss in Long Island and come up with a win here in Sunrise. 6-2 the final score. Stick around for the postgame thoughts from Jim Taddy and Frankie Carrado. You've been listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Leafs Radio Network.